0: Hello, my little bear cubs. and Welcome to another episode of Second Hand Therapy.
1: It's me, Mama Bear. It's not... What? Relax, dude. What? Well, you know what. I'm just introducing myself. You're
0: introducing somebody. (sighs) Go on. Don't know who it is. We're not therapists. We're not experts. We're not licensed. You know, we're just two big old dummies talking about... Life and therapy and all that. Love the energy. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Whatever.
1: Don't like this. Go <laughs> somebody <laughs> got assigned to a new therapist. I did. Are you excited? No, oh. not even a little. <laughs> really,
0: dude. So this week, uh, yesterday was my final um, session with my current therapist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the office called me earlier this week, and they're like, "Oh, we have somebody that's available." Da da da. And I'm like, "Okay." I uh, <laughs> okay. I was like, "Okay. I have now I have to go on Tuesdays instead of Wednesdays." Oh, really? I got to go on a different day already upset. <laughs> I asked my therapist. Yeah. I was like, "What do you know about this, broad He goes, "I just met her for the first time today. Red flag."
1: Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was looking out for you. <sighs> I thought so too. It's not
0: his fault. What can he do? Yeah. You know? yeah he's just in a yeah. fucking office. So yeah, I guess she's new to the office. But I was like, hey, man, do not bullshit me. <clears throat> What's going on with her? <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I wouldn't bullshit you. He goes, she seems very competent. He's like, I had nothing but a good impression. Do you think he has to say that? or That's why like, I was like, hey, being- hey asshole, <laughs> tell me the goddamn truth. Yeah. He's like, I'm telling you the truth. And I was like, okay. But when he left, he gave me his email, and I was like, if she sucks, dude, you're getting an email from me.
1: <laughs> what is it like? Because I haven't uh, finished therapy. It feels like you've finished therapy. <laughs> I know. I feel guy. like I graduated. Yeah. Do you Do you fill out a con- Is there a comment card? Is there a survey? What happens when you break up with a therapist?
0: Well, he broke up with me. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs>
1: Did he go call?
0: (laughs) We did because there's like the insurance forms you have to do every few months. You have to submit whatever. Um, So, yeah, he did. Like, we went through like what I wanted to because when you sign up, like, why are you in therapy? What are you trying to cover? Oh, God, yeah. And so we went through like my initial things and he's like, how do you feel we dealt with this? How do you feel we dealt with this? And like, we went through all that.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. There's like a little.
0: Yeah, it was like a little.
1: Review survey like yeah, but it's like with them. Yeah, but it wasn't
0: like about his performance I think it was like how are you feeling because when you can't yeah, because they base because for insurance they make you Quantify everything so like Mm. one of the things I uh, Wanted to address when I started therapy was self-efficacy which means the ability to believe I'm capable of doing things
1: now, did you write this word down or did you pull it from a multiple uh, selection here? Where did this word come from?
0: I said, I don't think I can do anything good. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is a word. Like, where the fuck did you get this from? And he said, that's called self-efficacy. Got it. And Got I it. said, nice. <laughs> I thought you are just like, B. Yeah. <laughs> you just filled in the little Yeah. Because at the time, uh, because I first saw him I think it was like February. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were just gearing up for the festival run for the short film. Mm. And I was in there like, I don't, I don't know that this is any good. And like, so we went through it and I was like, I don't, I don't know that I'm capable of making a good film. I don't know that I'm capable of writing a good script. I don't know that I'm capable of being a good director. I don't know that I'm a good actor. So that's, we were like, I want to have belief that I can do these things that I am capable of getting making a film. I am capable of making a film good enough to get into a festival and so on. Nice. So interesting, but they make you quantify it in like you want to increase. It's so stupid. Like he and I were, we were rolling our eyes the whole time. He's like, I know, but we have to. Yeah. So the way they document it is you're basically trying to increase your thoughts of self-efficacy from, like, one day a week to three days a week. Mm. Like, that's how they have to measure it for the paperwork.
1: Yeah, when you have to, the initial intake is always is always weird for me, too, because it's like, they, they, they are so vague. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, hey, yeah. do you want to kill yourself every day, every three days, <laughs> every two weeks? You're like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. how often do you think about it? I don't yeah. know, all the time, but I don't do it. Yeah, like, that's, where's we had that? that conversation. Where's that
0: bubble? I was like, I think about it a lot, but I don't ever like make a plan.
1: Right, yeah. Can and I he, write that in?
0: <laughs> and he's like, but wouldn't it be nice to not think about it? And I was like,
1: yeah. Is that
0: real? And he goes, yeah. I was like, oh, cool. That on.
1: was a big revelation I had, not to keep talking about this, but like that was a big revelation I had when I was talking to my buddy Ken. Um, mm-hmm. This idea of, suicide as an option yeah and he was like yeah i don't think about that i was like not even as like a like door number three and he's like no never and i couldn't believe that like other people don't even it's not even on their fucking oh the privilege on that man <laughs> <laughs> Well, on the, you know, like when you ask a normal person or whatever, I hate saying like, I don't know, cancel culture, so out there, it's like normal is like, what what do you mean normal person?
0: Goodbye. Podcast is over. Yeah.
1: I don't know, man. Whatever. If you, you know, survey a hundred people, it's weird to think that let's say 75 of them would be like, that's not even on my mind ever.
0: That's like, never. That's like, you know, like when you read people that don't have an inner monologue. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what happens when you read a book? You don't hear the reading? Yeah. You don't, what, what happens when you think, bitch? <laughs> Nothing?
1: Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one to hear people be like, yeah, I've never thought of it. Ne- never? Never. <sighs> God. Bro, I thought
0: about it last week.
1: Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. But I yeah, thought but, about uh, it. Yeah, I was like, God,
0: man, what would that look like? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Like is it that big a deal? Like all right, it's been a shitty couple days like yeah, yeah. things aren't going well like
1: I mean you could. Yeah. I mean yeah. there are days you wake up and you go, "This again?" Yeah.
0: Dude, I had a I had a little weird thought in the shower today. Not about suicide, okay? But in the vein of you wake up and you're like, "Oh, this again?" Mhm. So I've been you and I talked about it. I've been trying to figure out a better routine, like a daily routine of waking up earlier, like wake up, um, like bathroom stuff, take the dog out, go to the gym, come home, eat, shower, read, write. Like I'm trying to plan out this routine. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, I'm like, is that living life, or is am I? Is my life just become a checklist?
1: Mm, is, I, is that
0: what life is now?
1: Yeah, I think about that a lot now that I have time to actually have life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know what the fix is, unless you just turn into like. Is there a balance between uh, this Groundhog's Day that we're in? And uh, the movie with Jim Carrey, Yes Man. You know what I mean? Like, is there an in-between that you can live life where it doesn't all seem like, ugh, but you're not always having to fucking do everything every day? What does that look like? Normal life, probably. Yeah. Life outside of America. I I can read the comment. You need to have a child. Children will bring the joy to your life. Yeah, no. children
0: and God are going to be the
1: answers oh, to that. Oh, buddy. Yeah.
0: I'm all god out this week. <laughs> I know you <yeah. laughs> are. Yeah, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, if I do all these things, right, because there is a process to improving mental health and improving this search for purpose. Like, there is a process to those things, and I believe that. Yeah. Is that living? I just feel like we missed the fucking point, man. We just missed the fucking point. Well, I don't understand. Oh, I'm gonna go on a rant now. I,
1: <laughs> I was waiting. On, I I almost brought up something. I know you're gonna hate it, so I didn't bring it up. Go ahead. Mm-mm. No, go ahead. No, we. T- you know what? We tried this on moonwalking, and it didn't work.
0: Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you know what he's gonna say? He's gonna say, "Well, you can move to a small town and open a business."
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna bring up purpose.
0: I I know, but. Why can't the purpose just to be existing in a joyful energy? Oh, that's an easy one. Money. And that, that's where I'm going. When we, when I said we missed the fucking point, yeah. Especially here, like and just the fucking way that we have like idolized like hustle culture. Mm. And like, oh, you gotta be hustling. You gotta do da da da, da, da. Like, well, get fucked, man. Sometimes I just want to chill and like, I can't sit outside and look at the moon. Why? Oh, that makes me lazy, dude. Yeah. Get go oh, fuck your mother, dude. I don't understand <laughs> that. Like, yo, you gotta grind. You gotta like, bro. I get it. Some things, yes, require that. But like,
1: that sounds like a pretty shitty life too. Yeah. I just saw a clip of, uh, in a similar fashion, I saw a clip of Bo Burnham today in some interview, which he rarely does. Love Bo. Yeah. Love Bo. Yeah. And he was talking about the uh, everybody commenting on everything all of the time. Yeah, And that's just the society or the world that we live in. It's just every single person is commenting on every single thing every single fucking day. And
0: they all think... Mm-hmm. That what they're saying matters. Yeah. It's the dumb... Dude, you you know... Oh, bro. You're going to go argue with another stranger in the comments of a video that you're not in? Oh, you're dumb as ass. <laughs> you are dumb as ass. Yeah.
1: And, yeah. But like,
0: they can't help themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know, man. I I dealt with that for a little while on my Facebook with political stuff for a minute. And oh yeah, get rid of Facebook. Girl. Yeah, and then I <laughs> I don't ba- I barely use it now. But at the time I was like, you know, I don't know. We were running this political show and it was whatever and so we were posting all this stuff and so, you know, you get flack and I was in the comments trying to change hearts and minds. And then I just made a rule to myself where I just I don't get in the pit. I can't get in the pit. And it doesn't matter if you know, like my best friend's mom is in there and she's catching hellfire from like, Hey, I can't go in the pit to save her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's my policy. And that's what I had to stick to for a while because I knew if I came in for one, I'd have to come in for all. And I don't want to do that anymore. It sucks and drains so much of your energy and time. And it was just, I had to cut it off and be like, don't get in the fucking pit. How hard was it? Oh, so fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. I do that now with some of our comments. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And also, can I say one thing? Mm -hmm. Stop calling me the chunky one. Oh yeah, stop calling me the chunky one. I have a name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have noticed this trend that on the comments when they want to come at us and they want to describe us, they yeah yeah I'm the I'm
0: the the chunky one or the heavy one or like, and you know what? It's always women. One hundred percent of the time, I've noticed that when I'm being described as the chunky one, Mm -hmm. it's a woman. And, oh, bitch, <laughs> if I went and commented on the video and said, oh, hey, the chunky one is doing this, that, it's over for me. Yeah. Because God forbid you describe a woman by her weight, but you could do it to me, and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> one of them, her bio said, it was like two hearts, and in between it said, it's okay to be imperfect.
1: And then she called you out on me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for her. Yeah. It's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to be imperfect. Look at this fat fucking, yeah. all right. Okay. I commented back
0: from my personal account. Did you really? Yeah. And I was like, I said something like, hey, it's not cool to really like, describe me by my weight. And I was like, you should check out our episode on body image. And she responded, LOL. Oh my God, you got unfunny about it. No, thank you.
1: I was like, <laughs> "What?"
0: it took everything in me not to light that bitch up. Oh, my
1: God.
0: But I stuck to your no smoke policy. There's
1: no smoke policy. No
0: smoke in the comments.
1: You can't get in the pit.
0: So, so, lady, if you see me in the real world, speak up. (laughs) I got a few paragraphs for you.
1: Oh, my God. (sighs) (sighs) So you've had a good week.
0: It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, no, I had a, I had a, I had a rough uh, beginning of the week. Well, also, I us not putting out an episode last week mm. really bothered me.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it feels so good to be back. Yeah. It feels like we've been gone for like a month. It's I been know. one fucking week. And we did record last week. Yes, and we got together and recorded. So it's not like yeah. we were just like... Fuck that. Yeah. It just didn't work out. And no. uh, yeah, this feel. Well, also, we had company last week. So this is. A, yeah. Yeah. It's been a minute since you and I have said. Yeah.
0: It's been a while since it was just the two of us. Um, but yeah. So I was kind of in a, a weird headspace about us not having an episode out. I didn't like that. Um, just because I felt like I felt like we dropped the ball yeah. and I don't like being unprepared. And I felt like we just we weren't we, we fucked up. I don't like fucking up. Yeah. But, and then Monday was um, the birthday of my last partner that passed away. And um, I don't know. I never know how it's going to hit. Sometimes it's, it's really an okay day. And then sometimes it just pulls me into a fucking pit, and it
1: it it was a rough on this year, and I don't know why. Nothing happened, nothing new. Just we were also talking too. This is a five-year anniversary of it, and sometimes milestones fuck with us, even in our subconscious and everything like that. And yeah. Um. Also, a side note: I wish there was a name for the birthday. Uh, of somebody who's passed because I, I celebrate my mother's birthday every mm-hmm. year and she's been gone for almost eight years now. And yeah. so it's like, but I have to say this would have been my mother's birth or this is my mother who's passed, you know, all that stuff. I like, I wish there was a, a name for that, but I don't know. if I, Do you think other people celebrate or, because I know people think about that, obviously. You have this person in your life for a certain amount of time, and you care about them, you love them, so you, you've celebrated with them in the past, and so you think about them.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I'm sure some people do, and some people don't. Yeah. Um. Does your your mom's birthday hits you hard every year, huh? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, this one's hit or miss for me. and I don't know why.
1: It was, I think it was because my mother's birthday was so important to her. Like that was a big Mm. thing. You know what I mean? Um, her birthday and Christmas were like the two big ones and I could tour and I could travel and I could do whatever, but like those are big. Yeah. And then every, on New Year's she would stay up, um, and grandma would stay up and they would call me after the ball dropped and wish me happy new year. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a big time difference, so it's like three in the morning their time, kind of thing. Yeah, of course. So, um, so that was always kind of that. That one also rings in for me a little hard on New Year's because, you know, there's nobody left yeah. <laughs> to call. Yeah, and uh, and so that one's that one's a weird one for me as well. Um, so you didn't celebrate. You didn't. You just kind of shut down. Yeah, laid in bed with my dog all day. Was it? Have you celebrated in the past, or have you, have you thought about it in the past? Never celebrated it. Um,
0: because I, I don't I don't know what that would do. I don't know if it would help or hurt, and I don't know if it would if it's if I'm doing it for me or if I'm doing it for like an idea of something else. Mm. Um. So no, I've never celebrated, but. Yeah, like some years it's it's pretty okay. Like I, am I, never gonna forget, you right. know, the day. Like the day comes up, I'm like, okay. And some days I can have a pretty normal day, but yeah, some days it's it just it's like a brick on my chest. Yeah. And yeah, this this was one of those years where it was a fucking rough one. I don't know why. So yeah, Monday was uh when it was a rough one. And I did not talk about that in therapy this week. I just realized.
1: Wow. Yeah. I was curious to see if you were going to bring her up because you have been kind of avoidant with her in your therapy sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I had learned a phrase from my therapist this week that I didn't know was a thing, which is a doorknob. What does she call it? Uh, doorknob therapy or doorknob confessions or something like that All right. it's where you know that something is ending and so you you say that like one last thing because you know you won't have to deal with the consequences about it
0: oh so you thought I might like vomit it out on the last yeah, day yeah
1: because it's your last time seeing this guy she so might be like alright let's talk about her and then just bang and then you yeah. can hit that door and you can be this different person with this new therapist
0: oh fuck I should have done that <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. No, I didn't even think about it.
1: Yeah, I never heard that phrase before, and I thought that was really interesting. It, Makes sense. Yeah.
0: Should have done it. Fuck. Yeah, no, it didn't, didn't, <laughs> didn't come up <laughs> at
1: all, dude. That's so wild. Yeah, it is wild.
0: But, I mean, what do you say? You know, I say what I just said. Yeah, sometimes it sucks, sometimes it doesn't, and it sucked this time. Yeah. Well, then he would have asked questions and we would have got somewhere. Yeah. So I should have brought it up. (laughs) Yeah. I
1: fucked up. Well, you know, there's always next week. Oh, with someone new, dude. I
0: got to give the whole fucking story all over again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) cancel. I got sick. Mm. Again? I asked him if, uh, if he can come on the podcast now.
1: Ooh.
0: He said there has to be a pretty big time window. He's like, he's like, it has to be like a year or two. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I know. I was like, well, fuck that. Just go on the pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who gives a shit? He did say he's
1: going to listen now, though. Ooh. well. Yeah. Welcome. Brandon. <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> Giving a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> First name drop on the pod. Yeah. Hey,
0: man. Good luck at your new practice. I hope it's going well. Love that. Yeah. What'd you talk about this week?
1: Oh, buddy. I had a, a, (laughs) this week's been heavy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We've been unpacking more relationship things for me. I had something happen that triggered a, uh, a thing that I thought I was over or didn't, I wasn't dealing with anymore and Mm. fucking nope. There it is. Let's have it. And this, I, I deal with, uh, again, I think it goes into this like worst case scenario, like anxiety category for me, Mm. but it is this rejection syndrome. um, Where I feel like, and this, we talked, we talked a little bit about this a few weeks ago on, on a couple episodes ago about showing up in friendships and relationships as the, person who like are you who you say you are
0: yeah if you're coming as you advertise yeah exactly
1: and i i struggle with that on the back end of it i feel like when i start dating women it's hot and heavy it's great it's awesome like whatever um and then as time goes on they get to know me more and the more they get to know me the less interested they become in me yeah and the love doesn't necessarily change there but the interest does if that makes sense Mm. um the day-to-day you know the the physical stuff the the sex the everything else that goes along with the day-to-day in a relationship um so i don't feel like less loved or like that they hate me i just feel more and more so as i look back With that fucking gift of hindsight that we have, (laughs) that, um... The gift that keeps on giving. Oh, boy. Boy, does it. That I can can see the disinterest building when I look back.
0: Mm. In all your relationships? Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, what is that? And... I oftentimes do this in relationships where I lean on my partner too much. And I know that about myself and I'm trying to work on that where I realize now (laughs) and I'm guilty of this. I think a lot of men are, um, your partner cannot be your girlfriend, your mother, your best friend, your lover, your, (laughs) your business partner. Like you can't, they can't. Ha- they can't be all of those things, mm. and I oftentimes feel like I step up in relationships and try to fill all those roles. But I think that's more of my people pleaser thing, and so I'll be whatever you need me to be.
0: Yeah, you. Yeah, you're a fixer. Yeah, I'm here to help. Yeah, someone comes with a problem. You're like mm-hmm. your first thing is not to like listen and empathize. It's like, gotcha. I'll fix it right
1: now. Yeah. 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 Yeah, And what? I, also, what I've learned <laughs> through my years is uh, most of the time, now, men, if you're listening, this is for you. Most of the time, women do not want a solution. They want you to listen. Oh, yeah. They want you to be engaged in the conversation. They want you to care. Mm -hmm. They do not want a solution to the problem most of the time and most women. Not all women, not all the time, of course, blah, blah, blah. But-
0: Don't say blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Most (laughs) of the time no you're absolutely right yeah you're gonna give them a solution and that's just gonna piss them off more because they don't want you to fix it right they just want they want you to be there
1: yeah and
0: it's a hard thing to do though
1: yes because in relationships with men and friendships Mm -hmm. that's what we do yeah and oftentimes, we don't ask for help until we actually need that help, and that's why we're there to fix it. I'm not going to bring up anything to you until I'm oh, – our relationship's different. But yeah, yeah. most men aren't going to bring up rela- anything that they ha- are having problems with until they absolutely need a solution or help finding a solution. So they're like, hey, oh. Bob, I got a fucking blah, blah, blah. I it's like, oh, you know what you need. And so when women come to us and they're like, oh, this is what's going on, we're like, oh, you know what you need no no no
0: dude you just blew my fucking
1: mind yeah that's so true yeah yeah i would never bring
0: something to my girl unless i needed help because i'd be like i don't want to bother her with this shit because mm. you know what because men we've been programmed our whole lives that our feelings and problems don't fucking matter right you did it <laughs> cracked it wide open <laughs>
1: yeah yeah. Oh,
0: that's fucking
1: great. So oftentimes in relationships, I feel like I lean too heavy on my partner and I need them to be, a, I need to wear a lot of different hats. Mm. And I, I think that that then begins the disinterest. It, it starts to be like this fucking guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I am working on that and working that separation of not leaning so hard on them.
0: So when you say, when you say leaning on the wear hats, do you, you mean all the time? Like, what do you think you're doing?
1: Uh, as I'm learning more about my anxiety and I am paying extra attention to my behaviors and stuff like that. Um, I yeah, I think yeah, I have a tendency to either bring stuff up a lot because also <laughs> uh ding ding ding, this is an ADHD thing. When I have a uh, part of the ADHD for me is talking things out with multiple people. Oh yeah, fucking drives me nuts. Go ahead. Mhm. About you. I hate uh, it. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 So I need to, I need to have the same conversation with multiple people about the same subject, kind of in the same manner, A to help me process through it and B to come up with a solution that I think is the is the best. Um I have a hard time with personal problems, solving them on my own, or lessening my anxiety by just listening to myself. I need to it help it's therapeutic for me to say it to other people out loud and that way it helps me process. Mm. that's what i've realized and i didn't know that was an adhd thing until i went down the fucking rabbit hole and i was like oh that's a thing well i fucking do that
0: interesting i thought you were just scared to make decisions
1: no it helps me process to hear it out loud Hmm. and i can't just walk around my apartment saying the same thing i'll be a crazy i mean i think that's (laughs) half of los angeles is doing that i mean Um, I, i
0: talk to myself out loud a lot
1: I do, but not in problem-solving ways. I do in more of like a, a company kind of way.
0: Well, that's just sad. What?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? What are you saying to Michael? I am like, oh, you want to make a sandwich? <laughs> 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 what
0: the fuck? You said, oh, you want to make a sandwich?
1: Yeah, I'll be like, uh, and then you make it. You go, yeah. oh, good sandwich, man. Yeah, I'll be like, ooh, let's have a little treat. Then I'll go and I'll have a little treat. I am like, having a treat. <laughs> Or I'll be like, oh, come on, we got to pack this fucking bag, you know, stuff Dude, like that. that's the
0: fucking most adorable thing i ever heard. You you're a little cutie
1: pie, aren't you? Yeah, I got a little mouse in my pocket. You're a little cutie pie. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, man.
0: It's so funny. Yeah. Wow. So you have to say it out loud to a bunch of people to process it yourself. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think if you, if you were to just like leave me in a dark room by myself, with the problem to solve. I'd be like, I don't fucking, I yeah, can't do this.
0: The only problem you solve is how to make a new setup. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs>
1: fixed it, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I need I need some lifelines.
0: Wow, and you think <clears throat> that because of that behavior that you're burning out your partners or you're burning out their interest in you.
1: Absolutely. Or I'm. the second part of it is living up to who you say you are. And I think a lot of times I come off a lot more put together and I thought I was a lot more put together Mm -hmm. because I am trying to be better, working on Mm -hmm. that, in therapy, doing those things. I give really good advice to friends and this and that. So it's like, oh, this guy gets it. And then my anxiety kicks in and I will have to process things or I'll lean on them too much about a subject or I'll talk about something too much. And I'm like, and they're like, oh, this guy is fucking nope. Mm. I'm worried that that's what's happening also.
0: I'm going to challenge you. Okay. I also think, I think you're very cognizant of how you present yourself. Ooh. I think you intentionally present yourself as <clears throat> put together. And I think you, I think that's intentional with you. Oh, really? Yeah. I think you have, um, I think you like to almost overcorrect in your portrayal of confidence sometimes.
1: Mm, Interesting. I'm just a super chill laid back dude. That's what I've heard. So I know you've been, I saying mean, that, that could be true, but I don't know, man. I'm just a super laid back.
0: For sure. <laughs> yeah. Anybody
1: would tell you that. I mean, you would. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Hey, ask me. <laughs> Nobody else. <laughs> yeah.
0: So when you look back at your relationships, do you see yourself losing interest for any either similar or different reasons?
1: Um, no. I feel on my end, what I'm guilty of is attention. I like to flirt. I like to feel wanted. I like to feel that connection with people and stuff like that. And so I think my downfall is, is that I have not a wandering eye or anything like that, but like I, I like to flirt. And so it's not that I, but it doesn't affect the way that I feel about my partner or how much I love them or anything to do with them. Yeah. It has everything to do with just, you know, going back to, Childhood and being overweight and overlooked, and uh, yeah, I I like the attention.
0: <clears throat> so, do you using your hindsight? Sure. <laughs> do you think that your flirting or wandering eye, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Does that tend to ramp up as your partner becomes disinterested or do you have those urges and feelings even when like things are at their best like you're fucking twice a day honeymoon phase do you still have the like wanting the outside validation from other women
1: It definitely ramps up with the d- <clears throat> with the disinterest mm. Yeah But again S- like actions very rarely follow for me, even when I'm single and I'm flirty and I'm doing whatever. Like I very rarely follow up on like,
0: why are you defending yourself? No, one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just no saying, you're cheating.
1: I'm just saying that in that way, like the attention is enough for me. That's yeah. what I seek. Um, do
0: you see how that could be a
1: problem for your partner though? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I mean. That's my, that's yeah. my shit. Yeah. Um,
0: Have you ever tried, I know the answer, (laughs) have you ever tried just communicating to your partner? Like, hey, I'm not really feeling desired. Like, are we, what can we do to like, have you ever tried to communicate about it? Ooh, I thought it was gonna be a no. How'd that go?
1: yes. Wow. It, it goes like everything else in relationships, right? It's better for a while, and then it goes back to... Yeah, slap the band-aid on it. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's I think that's normal, though. I don't think that that's like a... I was bad, or they were bad, or we were bad for each other. I think that's just a normal relationship, fix-a-flat kind of situation. What if it's not? What if that's like
0: our suicide thing? Oh. Like, we're like oh, yeah, that's normal. And people are like, no, we don't know. If something's wrong with my partner, we fix it together until it's fixed.
1: I would, does that happen? I don't think so, or else you wouldn't have couples therapy and marriage counselors and but that's all what the couples others. therapy is
0: is to teach you how to communicate so you can talk through those things. Also, a lot of people do go to couples therapy too late. Yeah, and I, their their couples therapist becomes a mediator. Basically, yes, and you know?
1: I'm I'm going to say a very controversial thing right now
0: Mm -hmm. keep race out of it go ahead
1: (laughs) (laughs) here it is uh if you're going to couples therapy just break up oh no
0: i disagree
1: with right because really what do you do and you know what i mean it's over wow yeah
0: oh yeah i don't agree with that at all because I think if you, if, you, if you and your partner really have a solid foundation, I really think that you can go in there and like learn skills to rebuild the house that's on top of the foundation. I, I truly believe that the foundation of your relationship really will dictate how your relationship's gonna be. Everything else on top of that I think is gonna do whatever, but if the foundation's right, I don't know. I think you got a fight and chance in almost any situation.
1: I will agree with what you said. I agree with that with my foundation metaphor. Yes. But <sighs> let me address this first. What you said before that I think is is a better rep repris- a better representation of what I was trying to say, and that is a lot of times couples go to couples therapy too late, and it's, that doesn't work. And that's the examples that I've seen, and that's mm-hmm. why I think that couples therapy does not work because people go too late okay. when it's unrepairable. Mm. Um, however, I don't. I also don't agree with couples that start relationships in couples therapy. Have you heard of that?
0: I've heard of marriages. Yeah, that like you go to premarital counseling and then I've I've I don't know anybody who's done it, but I've heard of couples that they go to marriage counseling like once a month. Yeah, just to make sure that they are keeping their communication up. And I I have zero problem with that.
1: The problem with the foundation (laughs) theory is this. No, there's no problems with it. Go ahead. It's flawless. Flawless theory came (laughs) up with it. It's called the foundation theory. Here's the problem with it. Yeah. Much like a, a foundation of a house. Sometimes you're talking to two guys never built a goddamn thing.
0: <laughs> all right, let's, let's take it easy. Like we know what we're talking about foundations.
1: Over time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> H- hit me with some knowledge. <laughs> Things move around, they shift. That foundation's not as sturdy as when you built the fucking house. And you're trying to continue to live in a house that may be broken or slanted or all around fucked up. Hey man get a new house you are you too cynical oh way too cynical. i mean i started the i started this podcast talking about suicide and now you're telling me i'm too cynical where'd you think this was going I guess maybe it's because i love love you do fucking love love i, love I love. you know what i'm still pretty jaded so maybe i'm coming at it from a a, a, a bad taste in yeah my maybe
0: home. i just i re- <clears throat> what you say. i do understand the point you're making like it is fair like but I don't know, man. I think if you, if you have, what I'm about to say, I understand is very rare. If you have a relationship, whether it be monogamous, non-monogamous, whatever, Mm -hmm. if like your main partner, if you have a foundation that is truly built on foundation or your foundation is truly built on friendship and trust. Like, I just, I feel like that's pretty unshakable. I think if you do the things throughout to maintain like if if you have like a really solid friendship and a really strong bond of trust again I think it's real rare right because people are imperfect if anything else
1: that's what we've learned from that woman's profile yeah um let me throw in this little fucking...
0: Am I just a hopeless romantic
1: and I don't realize I th- it? I think so. Oh, it's fuck off. It's fucking annoying, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, let You're me throw in me this little... Uh, i about suicide right now. <laughs> this little twist. Yeah. What happens when people change? Yeah. I'm supposed to... Yeah. I'm supposed to... 30, 40, 50 years? I'm supposed to be the same dude?
0: You're not supposed to be the same. You're supposed to change. Right, but I think if you have a foundation built on friendship and trust, I think, because you're both going to change.
1: Right. And what if you change in different ways and you, and, you, and you aren't connecting in the ways that you first were and that bonded you together and formed that great foundation and trust and friendship? Yeah, then it might not work out. That's very possible. But I also
0: think, back to, the, back to my patented foundation theory, <laughs> I think that's kind of the same with people. I think as an individual, you have a foundation of what your morals are, what your values are, what your beliefs are. Mm. And those things, I don't think, change that drastically. Like you will learn things and you'll adapt new behaviors and all that. But like your sense of right and wrong and how you treat people and respect. I don't think those types of things really shift that much in an individual. Interesting. So I think if you're two individual core foundations of who you are, whatever, however you change elsewhere, I think those foundations can still keep you linked together. Not always. Cause there I do. I also do believe that there is such a thing as the, the right person at the wrong time. Like you can meet the best, the person that you're meant to, and it's not the right time in your life and it's not going to work out. Yeah. And a lot, dude, a lot of things have to go right for you to meet like somebody that it's going to work long long term with a lot of things have to go right you have to get real fucking lucky
1: yeah yeah so final vote and we're talking majorities here yeah does couples therapy work in the majority that's
0: a i think i think kind of like we alluded to it depends when you go because I do think a lot of people go too late, and your therapist just becomes a mediator yeah. of arguments. Um, I don't know. I think if you do, I think it's just like any therapy. If you go in with the right mindset and you really do put in the work, and your partner is in the same place where they're going into the mindset and they really want to do the work, I I do think it would work. I really do. But again. A lot has to go right, man. Yeah. therapy's hard work, and it's real easy to go in there and be like, oh, I don't want to do this because it's really fucking scary sometimes. Yeah. And you're sitting there looking at your long term partner or your wife, and you have these things inside from your childhood that you've never expressed to her, and you have to say them out in this room to like heal something. I could very easily see how you'd be like, ah, oh, nah. Yeah. Cause you think she's going to judge you or you think being vulnerable is so fucking hard, man. It's really hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say that it. Uh, I'm not, I'm you've changed my mind a little bit here. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, which part I'm going to say that, uh, People should go to couples therapy, right? Holy
0: shit. Okay. I'm excited now. However. Yeah.
1: It is the biggest red flag and it should be, oh, buddy. it should be known as like a giant fucking warning sign that like you about to be drafted to a new team dog.
0: Have you ever had a partner suggest couples therapy? I don't think so. So it's a red flag for
1: who? The relationship.
0: So you think if you're in a relationship and your partner says, hey, I think we should try couples therapy, that you then have to be like, all right, let me look up some movers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think you should
1: definitely be uh, you know, Googling some stuff.
0: <laughs> See, then you're already, you're not going with the right mindset of like I, being open to fixing it. You're already like one foot out. I think you can be both. Absolutely, you can't. I think you can. You can't be all in and fucking have your plan B ready
1: to go. That's crazy. I think you can go, I love this person. I want to work on things. Also, let me just check what a U-Haul is. (laughs) Jesus
0: (laughs) Christ.
1: Yeah, I think it's a big, big, big like, hey, we're almost done here.
0: I don't understand how someone who has had so much insight in therapy Mm -hmm. would draw the line at couples therapy. That's so odd to me.
1: I guess I've had bad examples of it. So I guess it is more so what you're saying, the, the later stuff of like, you're just a mediator for these two people that hate each other. Yeah. And they can't, for some reason, one of them can't be like, uh, I'm out. So they just go every week and they tell each other how much they fucking hate each other in front of another person. And then yeah. it doesn't count as fighting. And then they get to go home and they go, oh, see, we're going to couples therapy.
0: Yeah. Oh Yeah, the guy's sitting there like... <laughs> Well, doc, she's a fucking bitch. <laughs> and she hasn't treated me with respect since 85. No. And I really think she sucked my brother's dick last year. I fucking know she did. <laughs> and, then she, and what's your response, Barbara?
1: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, God, oh, this isn't right. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then you get to go home. And you're like, we did it. We did it. We're working on yeah, it. Go sleep in the yard. Yeah, I think very rarely do people actually go into it to, to do the work.
0: It's like a Hail Mary. Yeah
1: yeah, There it oh, is So
0: it's kind of like uh, Let's do it to say Just so we know We did everything we could mm-hmm, There it is It kind of like is. relieves guilt Of ending it Yeah
1: mm-hmm. Yeah But so again maybe I just I haven't seen great examples of
0: Yeah I've never seen this Like a long term marriage. I mean my grandparents But That's I don't think that counts I don't think that Everybody's counts Everyone in that generation more. Nobody
1: left Yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, once you get to like seventy, where are you going? Yeah. I mean like They've yeah. been together ninety years. Yeah, yeah, where the fuck are they going? Grandma
0: dude? doesn't have a bank account. <laughs> Where's she gonna do
1: She doesn't have a driver's oh, yeah. license. She, yeah. She's
0: so like, yeah, outside of that, I've never seen like a marriage work. Yeah. So yeah, I have Yeah, the idea of forever, like I have no prop like I have no problem committing, but I'm like somebody's gonna fucking mail. Yeah, and that's not a good way to go into a relationship. But I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: You believe you don't? You're you're non-monogamous now. So, yeah. Does that I, affect your your view on being with like a root partner forever?
1: No, no. What I, is your view on? Forever? I still believe in love.
0: Well, that wasn't the question. What's your view on forever? <laughs> I think you
1: I think I think that that is kind of the question, right? No, the I question think, is what do you think on being with somebody forever? I think it's possible.
0: Okay, is it for you do you think? Yes. Okay.
1: Um I like that part of it. I want to have a home base. I want to have someone mm. long term. But I also want to be able to take advantages to connect and explore while I'm out in the world. Yeah, you want dick freedom. Not really, because that makes it feel like, and this is the way I describe it. It's, I would like the home base, right? The, some Somebody to come home to and, and long term and all that stuff. But also when I'm out and about in the world and traveling and connecting with other people, it would be nice to be able to experience that connection with somebody.
0: When you say connection, what, what connection,
1: anything, whether it be making out or hooking up or getting together or whatever the, you kind of get friction when you're in a, in monogamous relationship and you're like, I'm going to grab coffee with Sarah. And they're like, who the fuck is Sarah? I want that freedom. Okay. Right. That comes along with that traditional idea of what, that is um but i I don't want to actively be on the hunt that's not what i'm saying i don't want to be like always looking for somebody to hook up with or always you know going out every night see you later i love you i'm going to the fucking club like that's not what i want Mm. i want the i want to be able to take advantages of opportunities and experiences when they come naturally but also have somebody that I that is long-term and that I can love and come home to and build something with. That's what I talk about when I'm saying I'm, I want something that's non-monogamous. Because I always come out of relationships, no matter how much I love that person or how much I want to be with them or anything like that there's always times when i'm traveling or out and about that i'm like oh man i met somebody and she was really cool and that was awesome and that would have been a lot of fun but that didn't get to happen and i what, won't be back have, here for another five years or oh, ten years what
0: would have been a lot of fun
1: either making out or hooking up or so hanging out physical. late or it sounds whatever. like a lot of it's the physical connection sometimes it's just a late night hang and a lot of
0: but you can do a late night hang if nothing happens there's nothing wrong with
1: that in the majority of traditional monogamous relationships that is very frowned upon
0: you, you again we're with society judging you exactly into, and yeah, that's but that not real. but that is
1: the that's not real like these I, are the ideas that we deal with with the traditional ideas no, these of are the ideas monogamous
0: you've dealt with in your relationships I and I think you're they're pro- the majority you're projecting these onto everybody else
1: is this the majority?
0: I don't know if it's the majority. It may, it may well be, but there are going to be a lot of women that be like, "Oh, I'm glad he said something. I'd rather him tell me than me find out later and then feel like he's hiding something." And you could have ended up with the, one of those women and it's not a problem. You 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 assume that the majority means 100% of you. And that's not what that's not what it is.
1: Do you think men and women in relationships in Feel that freedom to text their partner and say, and say, "Hey, I'm going to meet up with so and so, and it's going to be a late night." I have no idea. I don't know what people are doing in their relationships. I don't know, dude. I do. I'm scrolling, and and the people are keying cars, and they're going through phones, and they're That's, and they're saying that they're they're trying to catch their partner cheating, and this right. and that. Like this is another thing.
0: You got it. The internet isn't real. You send me these things. <laughs> And I'm like, buddy, that's a video for like That is content. That's not a documentary.
1: Regular people.
0: Oh, here we go. Are yeah. talking
1: about relationships that they are in. Okay. And
0: did you hear these conversations from your friends or did you see them online?
1: A little of both. Well, unless it's something you heard
0: directly from somebody you know, and you know that they're a trusted source, get it out of your head.
1: I can't believe that you don't think that in, okay. Let's make it about you. Make it about me. Your girl text you. Yeah. She's out of town on a work trip.
0: Okay. She has a job? (laughs) Stop. stop.
1: (laughs) She's out of town on a work trip. We love an employed queen. (laughs) She says, hey, Robbie and I are going to the bar. It's going to be a late night. I'll call you in the morning. What are you doing? (sighs) See... That's a very loaded question.
0: Oh, is okay. it? It is. Yeah. It is because I don't know what might relate. How long have we been together? What? Long time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the details. Long time. What, what kind of trust have we built? Great trust. You guys love each other. You, you living together. There, yeah. are, there are no waves. It's a great relationship. So Robbie is someone she works with? Robbie's a guy that you don't really know anything about. Is he he traveled with her to the trip or he's a nope. local there? He's just a dude at the conference He's good looking too You saw the picture She sent it earlier Hey Robbie and I are going to get sushi She hits you up in the, in the afternoon
0: So here, here's what I'll tell you If I didn't have a problem with them getting sushi I can't have a problem with them getting a drink
1: It's going to be a late night Call you in the morning
0: Time doesn't matter Dude it is what it is Like honestly I wouldn't love it But what can I do the, the the reality of it is either i trust her or i don't
1: right absolutely
0: so if i if i truly have a solid trust built with her okay what 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 the fuck can i say i tell her what to do i think that's the majority
1: that's my argument
0: it may not be but who gives a fuck what the majority thinks or does give a fuck about your relationship and that's it
1: because when you're searching for a partner if the majority is not in that same mindset, then your dating pool or your options shrink. And you know what that's called? Being life. picky. It's called life.
0: <laughs> yeah, not everything's for you.
1: Yeah, I realize that. But, you're, but you think it's, it's, I think you're coming across like, not an issue, no big deal. You're, it's, I'm not saying everybody's no, going to big deal. Be,
0: I'm saying you're like, well, that's what the majority, who gives a fuck? Okay, the majority of people don't go to a non-traditional job like stand-up. That didn't stop you? Who gives a fuck what the majority is doing? It doesn't matter. Your dating pool smaller. Sorry, that's what you want. Oh. You don't want the majority of the
1: situations. Okay, I see the miscommunication here. All I right. see what's up here. Oh, do you? Yeah.
0: All right, Stevie Wonder hit me. What do you see?
1: I'm not arguing about it. For me, I'm arguing that the majority of people are like this in relationships. That's my argument. I'm not saying that it's, I'm looking for that or I'm, it's, you know, this and that. That was, that was a mistake. My argument is, this is how this started with me saying in traditional monogamous relationships, the trust is very shaky on, on both ends, male and female. Okay. And that it is, hard to find partners that are okay with their partner being out late or hanging with somebody new or connecting in ways that even aren't physical in ways that are just like, I'm hanging out with Sarah at the bar. It's going to be a late night call you in the morning. I'm saying that the majority of monogamous traditional relationships, that partner is not going to be okay with that on either a male or female. That's my argument. And okay. y- you're fighting against me well, saying that's it that's doesn't enough. matter.
0: That's enough. So if that's your argument, mm-hmm. why do you give a fuck? Why do you care what the majority of people are doing?
1: I don't.
0: So why, why are you so passionate about it?
1: <laughs> because I... I'm passionate yeah. in this conversation right now because yeah. I thought you were just shutting it down as if like that's not a real thing. And I'm no, like, course you course don't think a that's a real thing? Shania Twain wrote a whole fucking thing about key somebody's car. Like it And Carrie, it was Carrie Underwood. Was it Carrie Underwood? I don't know. Took my key. car. Yeah, the the <laughs> yeah,
0: that's Carrie Underwood. Yeah.
1: So like <clears throat> it's a thing. No, it's a thing. So for sure. that's what I was passionate. About. I thought you were shutting it down as no, if like, no, no. that's not a thing. Like you can't, sp- I'm what like, you what said, let I me
0: have? make it about you. So like, yeah, about me, like, yeah, I, de- I would, if I have a solid thing of trust built. like what can I do? But also because of all the shit that's happened to me, I'm sure I would have a twinge of don't like that at all.
1: Yeah. That's human nature.
0: Yeah. But if I trust her, I trust her. If I don't, I don't. But I, you're so hung up on like what the majority of people are doing. Who gives a shit? Let them. They want to not trust each other and be with somebody who fucking loses their mind if they go to some. Okay, don't sign up for that. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. So you, are, you said you don't actively want to be on the hunt. You you just wanna, or you want to focus on organic connections and meeting people organically yeah so why are you still on the apps